0: Welcome to in the box. We have another Friday, man. Look at here, we got we got some special stuff, man, playing for you. Uh, we got Bindi; she's in the house, man. So go ahead and grab your cupcakes, some of your biscuits, and we're gonna be right back. Fundamentals and build blocks. Yeah. Turn to advice when I'm in that spot. Yeah. When I got questions, and that's a lot. Perfect time to hear from Rico in the box. Yeah. All right, man. Welcome back to In The Box, man. Real quick, man. We're going to jump into it. Got got a couple things, man, I want to share with you guys, man. First day, I want to send a shout out to my dude, man. Radiant, man. Happy birthday, bro. You thought I forgot. I was holding this for you, man. All right, man. Glad you had a had a birthday, bro. You getting old, man. You're going to be in a wheelchair. No, I ain't going to speak that. You ain't going to be in the wheelchair. You gonna, but you're going to get old. Hope you're going to get old. Um. Want to share a couple of things, man, with you guys as well. <clears throat> especially that this is the time now. If you're an independent artist, you're an independent music producer, you got to kind of try to, you know, uh, prepare yourself for what's coming. Um, there's going to be a lot of opportunity, man, for especially if you're a producer, especially if you're an artist, especially if you're licensing your music, uh, because as we know, copyright infringement uh is getting big and and they're gonna start they're crashing it. they're actually companies are cracking down on it you know so if you make music uh if you're an artist and you do music licensing and you're trying to get into that this is a good time uh because people are going to start searching you out because they're going to actually need uh some of the music stuff man that you have as well uh but also man i want to you know if you get an opportunity man waves has a new plugin which is $39.99, the CLA Epic. You get four reverbs, four delays. You can go to waves.com, check it out. Uh, I'm going to give you some great deals, man. Actually, tonight, man, I went to uh, Plugin Boutique, which plug is PluginBoutique.com, man. I got this Ozotope uh, Iris, man, for $9.99. Gives you 11 gigs of sounds, but it takes any sample that you got, and it turns it into an instrument. Only $9.99. Great deal, man, that you want to run into. And then also, if you produce music, man, and you use Skeller, Skeller has a new update out, which is a 2.2 update. Of course, you use Skeller uh, to to build chord progressions. If you know, if you really can't play, obviously, I'm a musician. I play all brass instruments, drums, and piano. But hey, if you can't play, you can use Skeller, man. Skeller can help you do it as well. And then also, you have a Waze Gold Bundle. Uh that's on sale right now, you get actually 42 plugins, man, for $129. And so if you're serious about engineering, you want to scoop that up, man. 42 plugins for 129 And they also got the horizon bundle that's gonna give you 83 plugins, man, for $274.99. So $275, man, for 83 plugins. That actually bundled uh regular price, man, is three thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars, man. So you wanna try to do what you can uh the max maximize especially man trying to get your vhts instruments on sale while you can so without further ado we get ready to bring in the lovely bendy she's here thank you thank you what's going on what's going on hey
1: everyone what's going on Bendy? i'm a songwriter out of chattanooga tennessee um i'm a recording artist i have just put out my latest ep five flavors of bendy on all platforms make sure you go check that out bendy is b-i-n-d-y on the screen um and also subscribe to my youtube channel but we'll get all we'll get into that a little bit later yeah, I we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna get an introduction here. you know a little introduction
0: so 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 you actually are from chattanooga tennessee or that's where you reside you from chattanooga tennessee
1: I've been living here for almost nine years. So nine years I'm from here, and I was born here. I was just raised okay. in North Carolina.
0: So I'm what from, part of North Carolina you was raised in?
1: It's a small, small little town called St. Paul's.
0: St. Paul's, okay. How many people?
1: Like twenty five, not a twin. Um, but it's not probably <laughs> like though. It's maybe
0: like twenty five hundred, maybe. Twenty-five, 20, what? Twenty-five people or twenty-five thousand? Twenty-five hundred. 20 Five Okay, all right, I'm all not right, that's good
1: numbers, but it's very small.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> so so I actually, man, before we get going, man, I kind of want to talk a little bit about, man. Uh, you, you got, we got two videos, man, that's out, yeah. um, and I'm actually we're gonna share, we're gonna share one, which is good vibes. Okay. Like, right. so, 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 although we're not sharing audio because of copyright, but talk about good vibes. How did, how did this song come about?
1: It's so crazy. Cause I have a lot of people who always hit me up on like social media, like, Hey, let's do a feature. And you know, I'm just always so busy. So I just choose and I do it. We start on it, whatever. But this girl, I had never even met her, never heard of her. She hit me up right. and was like, let's do a song together. I was like, cool. So we just literally did the song like it was it was crazy it's like it was meant to be and now she's one of my really good friends but we did the song and then we did the video and I told her I said when we found this song we're going to do everything that you set out to do with this song right. and so we did we really just i don't know it was it was it was fun though it was good to
0: well, meet. you know if you guys get a chance go check out that go check it out man uh you can find on you can find it on YouTube which is good vibes I, I like I like I like the song, uh, especially man with your voice, her voice. It's a good it's a good vibe, man, to the song. Yeah, so it's a dope right. song. Yeah, and then uh, so and then the second one, man, as well. Uh, I want to share that one, man, too, and we can talk about. Give me one second here. Now, so when I was going through, man, I was checking and I was checking this out, man. So a lot of there's a lot of subliminal messages like in this. And you know, and it's it's dope in itself. Um what what was going on what was going on in your mind when you actually, man, did this song? Um, what was what what was happening? What was happening? I'm like, how, how because this it's a lot of like I may need to decode, I may need to decode the video, man. It's just it's a lot of stuff.
1: No, but okay. So when I created this song, I led with the hook. That's what made mm-hmm. me. Uh, that's what made everything else fall into line. Like as soon as I heard the beat, and I was like, that's the first thing. It just sounded right. It felt right. So I just took that concept, made a song, um, and then the music video. Um, It was actually my very first music video, so I was extremely passionate about having my vision come to fruition the right way. And everything, when I tell you, everything worked out perfectly. The money, um, the money was perfect. Uh, My outfit, and it's crazy because my outfit, (laughs) I had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to wear. Right, right, right. Oh, like I'm like, I don't know. Because Rihanna has a video similar to um right. Pour It Up, I think. Pour it up, right. I or it's one of them songs. But I was like, I don't want to do the same style as her or this right. concept. And I was initially gonna film it in a strip club, and one of my friends was like, This kind of reminds me of the pour it up video, and I was like, What? So I went to watch it. I was like, wow, this is literally kind of what I wanted to do. So anyways, the strip club fell through anyways. And then one of my friends, they work at this um like studio space. They have like a green room, white room, and all that. And all I was right. like, hey, let me hit them up. Because I had no idea where I wanted to do it. I just knew what I wanted to do in it. Right. Hit them up. They were like, yeah, of course. So I was like, bet. Went down there to check out the space. Let the photographer know. I mean, videographer know. He was like, that's right. cool. And then we literally met up. We worked on it. For about seven hours. He was only supposed to work on that video for three hours. But he saw, shout out to Jimmy, by the way. Who shot Jimmy? All like, right,
0: Jimmy. Shout out, shout out, well, shout out Jimmy.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was like extremely like into it. And I'm sure he's like that with all his videos because he likes for it to come out just right. And so yeah, it was fun. That was fun too. And I incorporated dancing into both of the videos. So I,
0: I saw the I saw the car car choreography yeah, in it. Yeah. you know and you guys put it together now did, did Jimmy shoot both of those videos for good vibe and for he did like he do good work man yeah. you know yeah. so so how did you guys have a relationship or did you just did you get referred to him man? how did you guys man hook up
1: I got referred to him I put up a status because I had needed a video out and so I was like dang I don't know who to go to I don't right. everybody right. most people like Jimmy and I was like okay I hit him up Right. met up at the mall, discussed everything. Um I, I didn't know him prior. I knew of right. him, I knew of his wife, Demika Rochelle. She's a rapper, a local rapper.
0: Right.
1: I right. never actually just met them and like talked and worked with them. So, it was it was good to meet them because I can tell they really care about it. It's not just about the money. So, right. I love, love anytime I'm gonna do a video. Shout out to Jimmy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, and what you know, the thing where I was saying before we we came on, man, uh, I've been following you for a minute. And I can kind of, it's, it's very easy to follow the artists that are that have already bubbled. And, you know, as a producer, I, I like for me, I like to find artists uh, that are dope that really a whole lot of people don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they haven't bubbled yet. You know, and I followed you for a minute and and you take your music very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's countless videos. Uh, that anyone, they type in the bendy on Google, man, they'll they'll, they'll find out something that you're doing, but you take your music very serious. But the thing that I love about um, what you do is the fact that you want to be the very best that you can be, regardless of how many people are interested in what you're doing, because as an artist, just like as an artist or a producer, you actually have to kind of pay your dues, so to speak, build your following, and it doesn't really matter, man, whether you have, you know, uh, 200,000 people or 20 people because, you know, somebody that has, you know, uh, 20,000 followers and they're really not buying their music. They're not supporting them, their merchandise. Right. You know, you you can have 10 fans, you know, that spend, you know, $500 a year with you because of the internet. that, that's still that's still money that you're making. And you're right. it one fan at a time. Yeah. Talk about, you know, being an independent artist um you know why why you prefer being independent i know why i do but why do you prefer being an independent artist
1: first and foremost like i said um earlier with me you were talking just the freedom you don't feel right. bound down um <clears throat> like you don't feel like you're working on anybody else's time you don't feel like you're having to change yourself because you know labels it comes with a lot of limitation- well, comes with a lot of restrictions, and you can't do this because of this. And I've right. never been one to um, hold to restriction. <clears throat> I didn't have very right. strict parents. But I was a good child, though, so that's good. That's a good trust me. And so, as I got older, in any aspect, I don't want to be restricted. So, right. I kind of developed that with music, and it helped me out because I love being an independent artist. I can record at home in my own studio. I can release music from my own home. I can write whatever I want to write and I just get the input of others. I don't have to worry about, um, changing myself because then it's, that's not what I, that's not what I started music to do. I started music to be myself in my music and make, you know, make progress from that. So I don't want to (laughs) be, I don't want to be bound down by any, any labels or anything.
0: That is, that's the dope thing that I like about you is I follow, you know, uh, that you have your own personality. Even even when you take pictures, man, and you do you just you just vending, you know, you just a, a regular person. And like people, people really, this is a different day when it comes to music. Um, simply because, man, people want to see that you're a real person. You know, people want to see that you that they can touch you, they can have a conversation with you. I see how you 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 conversate with the people in the comments, you know what I mean, and you don't act a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, like you hide in the clouds. Yeah. You know, um, and people, of you know, t- tell me, tell me about some of the experiences that you have been an the artist that you that you were major sad that you had to overcome with dealing with people and trying to get people to understand that you're unique.
1: Oh, that is an amazing question, because I've actually been thinking about this in my head myself. Um, the number one thing would be people having this preconceived notion of who I am or how I'm supposed to act because I'm locally famous or whatever,
0: right,
1: right. but I'm like, I wish they would stop doing that because then when I'm this goofy person, I'm not stuck up, like you probably expected me to be because you think I think that I'm, you know, whatever. Then it's like, they're like, oh dang, you know, I don't know. You know I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, I just don't like that. Like, don't, don't try to preconceive how I'm going to be like, just let me be me because I don't know. Just let me be me. And then another one is when I start jobs and stuff, like because I still I'm a serving and a bartender right now, supporting myself because I'm an independent artist. We gotta that's one. We, that we gotta pay for our stuff <laughs> out of pocket. That's right.
0: But
1: whenever I start a job or something, or just if somebody new starts working with me, they don't know mm-hmm. about my music because I don't just be like, yeah, I do this, I do that, da da da. If it's meant for you to know, you'll find out in due time. Like we become friends on Facebook, you'll find out. But I don't just broadcast it. And so when they find out, it's like people start treating me differently, and I'm like, no, no.
0: So how so, so how differently do they treat you? Like what what do they do different?
1: So I was I started working at this place, and um, it was like high school kind of. Like I was a new girl, and it's like I felt like everybody was like all the time. But I don't care. Though I really don't be caring. I can just peep it. And so, like, they just were kind of dry with me all the time. Like, if I had a question, they were just, like, just, they were just very unwelcoming. And so, Mm -hmm. after I had been there for a few weeks, a few people had started following me on different social media sites or whatever. And this one person in particular, like, she was super standoffish, you know, like, all the time. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know for certain if she ever found out, but I feel like, Maybe it got out, and like she was like, "Yeah, you need anything? Like, you need me to make this for you?" Because she was bartending, I she was She's like, "You need me to make this?" Like, I'm like, "Girl, you don't gotta do all this. <laughs> you not to do all this." Like, I just want to come here to work. Right. We don't need to be friends, but I just want to work. You do your job, I do my job, and I go home and work on music. That's it.
0: <laughs> right, that's dope. You know, we, we talked a little bit about, men, uh You know, as an independent artist, you have to be able to have several different streams of income. You got to have another way, man, that you make your money mm-hmm. uh, because so many artists fail because they don't understand an independent regimen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and when you have to pay for everything on your own, mm-hmm. and the one thing that you don't want <clears throat> is to owe people. Like I hate owing people. Me too. Right?
1: Oh my God. You know,
0: I, I I don't like people doing favors for me. Um, and, Wait, you know, when's your, so, what's your birthday? <laughs> December December 26th. I'm a Capricornist. So, oh, okay. So I, 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 don't, I don't like people doing favors for me. You know, that's why I put myself in, you know, sometimes people don't know how to handle that. When you're independent, mm-hmm. you don't depend on people. Yeah. Uh, because when I turn the corner, I like to turn the corner. I don't want to wait. If I want to wait, i wait. If I don't want to wait, you know, and sometimes, man, people perceive that as being, you know, you're arrogant or whatever, yeah, it's like, I'm it, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm confident, man, like, I'm going to keep my money right because mm-hmm. I'm going to work. I don't care. You know, I don't want to dig holes in the ground because that's not the type of job that I want. But if I had to do that to to get my money, I will and I'll be making a plan. Talk about, because that shows maturity as an artist. Talk about what you think, what you're thinking when you're bartending, because obviously bartending is totally away from being a singer. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are you thinking? How what's what's your mentally means to an end to get you through doing that job and to to really hurry you back home to write? What are you thinking when you're bartending and not singing?
1: Honestly, I'm thinking of it as it has to be done right now. Like it's like a job, but I chose bartending and serving because I'm just not a, a manual labor type person. I can't. I mean, I can, but Me I don't want to do that. Right. So Correct. I would rather do something I feel like I'm having fun throughout the day. I can talk and engage with people because that's my personality. So where it doesn't feel like work, but I'm still making money. So honestly, I just be thinking it's temporarily. I mean, it's temporary, and right. at least it's something I like to do temporarily.
0: <laughs> and I, I think that's dope. Simply because we, I meet a lot of independent artists, and they don't want to work. Mm-hmm. It's like they want they had this dream where they want to do music but they're not willing to sacrifice. They're not willing to invest into themselves. Fast money. You know, fast money. money. You know, what are some life experiences you had, some bad experiences, you know, as an independent artist that you want to share, that you learn, and that that, that change your life and your perspective when dealing with people, when dealing with opportunity in the music business?
1: Okay, let's see. So I've had... This is when I first started out. My main thing was being naive, like, because I was so new. I didn't know a lot about the industry. I didn't know about about how to carry myself as far as an artist. Like, I didn't know anything. So, I was naive. So, I kind of did some, um, I've kind of collabed with some people that I shouldn't have. It wasn't anything detrimental, but it's just, like, looking back, I'm like, whoa. You know, so just unprofessionalism. Um, I have struggled well, not now but when i first started out i struggled with having my paperwork my paper trail hmm. that was new so now that i'm a little bit more experienced i hmm. understand the importance and the relevance behind that because you don't want to just be out there and you just out there because you didn't have no paper trail you didn't have no way you didn't back yourself up so what
0: what happened that caused you to focus on having a paper trail what what specifically happened to say i need to get my paperwork right
1: I had this one doesn't have anything to do with singing, but I'm a right. singer, I'm a singer, model, and actress. Yeah. Um, but this one was I had a photo shoot with the photographer who invited me and my friend out for a shoot because he said mm-hmm. he bored and have anything to do, and he's a great photographer. He's a local photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We took the pictures. We didn't sign any paperwork. We're brand spanking new into the industry at this point. We didn't think we had to. You know, we felt like we 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 should be able to trust you. You know. Right. Never sent us our photos, never responded, never nothing. So we're thinking like, oh my God, he's going to put us on these crazy sites. And like, what were we thinking? And even though he didn't, even though it probably wouldn't have been bad, it just made me feel super unprotected to know that I didn't right. do anything. Like, I, he could just use my photos. Right. But you know what? Next time I know to get, right. that paper, get that paper trail in the mix. That way I don't feel like I'm going to be taken advantage of or, you know, anything crazy. That's
0: just I, I, I think that's I think that's very important. Um and it kinda of brings me to a segue about uh Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper, he's now uh his his manager, Pat Cochran, uh the guy that he started with, uh is suing him for two point five million dollars. Oh wow. Okay? And um Pat Cochran was his manager. So Pat Cochran, you know, in the music business, he's the plug. Mm-hmm. So he, you know he got a lot of artists you know on his album coloring book you know he did a lot of work he's he also put up for what I understand he put in 2.5 million of his own money but now get this this is the kicker they had a now this is 2020. he's just not suing him three years after his contract ended in uh in 17 okay so we three years passed his when he, you know, of course his contract ended and they had an oral, an oral agreement.
1: See, I never even, I never understood that. What does that even mean? (laughs) What does that even mean? We just talking? (laughs) We just talking, I'm saying this and you saying, okay? Like, no.
0: (laughs) So, so when I, when I got to that point and it was an oral agreement, that is where the problem comes in there's nothing wrong with contract. Generally, if it's somebody that I don't want to because a contract ties you to them mm-hmm. just as much as it ties them to you. Mm-hmm. And generally, I won't give a person a contract if I don't want to be tied to them. Mm-hmm. I just won't end up doing the real work. Because I first, you know, I first want to get to know a person, the good and the bad and the ugly. And then that would determine whether or not if I want to do business with them on a long term and a contract, Mm -hmm. because contracts can can be a double edged war. Right. And and you got you got a contract with somebody and you really don't want to work with them no more. But but it's contract kind of locks you in together. Mm -hmm. So and when it comes to music business contracts, there's always an out for the record label. It's always an out. There's always inclusion, inclusions. Uh, exit strategies or exit options for the record labels to get rid of you. But as an artist, you always have to be able to have an exit for yourself. So tell me, you know, how do you feel about, mm. you know, for, you no know, contracts and, and, you know, have you had anybody approach you to be a manager? Do you have a manager? Or if you don't have a manager, like what's the, what's the world of management in your life and what's your perspective on that?
1: I'm my best manager. When I tell you, I literally do everything. I do my own marketing. I do my own promotion. I do I'm my own manager. I mix my own music. I master my own music. I mean, now if I'm trying to get it on platform, platform, I'ma send it to an engineer. But if I'm just trying to release something, I can do that myself. I know how to edit my own videos. I do my own makeup. I do my own hair. I style myself. I'm my everything. So I don't really need a manager right now. When I start getting mm. here. Hmm. To where I can't function and work on music because I'm just overloaded with administrative hmm. work. Then I will get in. Yeah, ad-
0: wait, 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 hold up. Wait a minute. Time out. Yes. Time out. Low. Listen. Hold on for a second, man. I gotta. I gotta do. It. Thank you. Like, listen, man. That comment was so mature, right? I wish that a lot of artists, man, could have heard you and they will, because obviously this is going to Roku and Amazon and people see it in other 39 other countries, but that is the perfect reason and answer to when you need a manager. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is when I get so busy that I can't do it myself to where I got the work that's needed. Cause you know, you got to pay a manager mm-hmm. and right now, you know, I see. That's why I follow you, man. And you know what? You ain't. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm one of the ones in the beginning, man. Right, right. When you blow up, man, and, <laughs> and, uh, and and believe it or not, that's how a lot of my relationships start because I start with nobody know what's happening, and we just kind of build. So when you got three, four, four million followers, and you and you and you packing out places. Yeah, man, I, I still be to get my texts and emails through. Yes, sir. But but that's the but I love that because that's a very mature thinking. Uh, because a lot of people jump up and get managers because they want to look good, like mm-hmm. they have a manager, mm-hmm. right? And then if you're not prepared to listen to your manager, you know, because being a manager is not easy, especially if you got a hard headed artist. Mm-hmm. Artists don't want to listen, mm-hmm. you know, and it and don't necessarily mean that you hard headed on one end as an artist if you have certain way that you want to do things you know what I mean? And if you got a certain way that you want to do it, and if you're working with a manager that may be more knowledgeable, and they may feel they may feel that, hey, we need to make this right-hand turn, but you may feel you may make a left-hand turn, then you kind of get at odds, right? Mm-hmm. So who gave you that concept of thinking that way about a manager? Did you see someone else's experiences, or did you read something, or what? what kind of How did you just fall into that concept? It's a good, that's a truthful concept, but how, you know, who told you? How did you figure that out?
1: My own bad experiences, because I'm not going to lie. I was one of those artists. I was like, oh, I need a manager. So when I have shows, you know, I can have my my whole entourage coming in. This is my manager. Talk to him. Don't talk to me, you know, type thing. But terrible experience comes back to the contract thing and the why do you want to be independent? Um.
0: Would I would I give it names? Talk about that experience if you can. You don't okay. have to drop names,
1: but um, so yeah. this one person, they were just very unqualified for the job. Um, I didn't know being naive. You telling me you're a good manager, you telling me you got these connections. Okay, I'm new in the industry, let's work, get together. Never came through with anything that they said, was always yeah. late. If there was right. like a show or something. They were nowhere to be found. Um, mm. Just like a, bu- a bunch of broken promises. Like, I'm going to get this for you so we can do this. Never come through. I ask about it. It's excuses all the time. Just like that type of thing. So I'm just like, right. this is pointless. I can be doing this myself. So I right. let them go. And then I got another manager. Um, she was actually my friend. And mm. I think that right there just is self-explanatory. <laughs> 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 she was my manager. Um I'm a person. I can be
0: now. now your friend. That's that. Stay right there. Mm-hmm. Just hold that thought. Your friend. That's the manager. Did she know the business? Because sometimes having a friend, when they have your best interests at heart, they look out for you. But then, if they don't know the business, it kind of worked against you. So how that and it didn't work out because because she didn't know the business. Really now of- I
1: would say she was a lot more qualified than the previous one because she okay. went to school for like business administration stuff like that. Now, Lord, right. I think that. She- that was right but she went to school and like she knows some stuff she doesn't live in africa or something in california like she's done some stuff so i'm like you know what let me see what you and she was actually good for me she is actually the one who helped me release uh my ep okay i of investing in that so that was good but um we just didn't work out because like i said i'm a person that can separate professional and business
0: correct
1: i mean professional and personal um Mm -hmm. don't take it personally if i'm like no that's a terrible idea like And that's kind of how she was. Like I couldn't express myself to her without her feeling some type of way. And like someday she was down, and she wanted to do this, or she didn't want to do this. And then when she's happy, she's like, "Oh yeah, we can do this." And we can. And I'm just like, "Um, "I'm gonna (laughs) do this by myself." So we just ended up doing that.
0: (laughs) So, 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 did you have another experience outside of that one? Just those two.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about this one girl. I don't know what I was doing at this time. This is when I wasn't even really doing music yet. Like I was just sitting in that studio sessions. I had one song. Some some girl, literally some girl that was like, yeah, my dad owns like some shares in Sony. I was like, oh, okay." Naive. But I tell you, it's going to keep coming up, too. I was just like, wow. When I tell you, I don't even know why I sat there and did that to myself. Literally accomplished nothing, right. <laughs> nothing. Right. So, right. Um, but those, these are years ago. So I want y'all to understand that I, yeah, that's old. But I just went through some really crazy stuff, and I look back because I'm sure people, if I told, if I tell people this story, they'll be like, huh they would never just put the two together. I'm like, you learn from your experiences, y'all. So just, just keep praying.
0: Rodney just Rodney Cooper just he said I can terrify her speaking voice that she can sing. Yeah she can sing, mm-hmm. man. She got to you know she's a, a you know bendy man is bendy bendy is unique and uh um uh, that's that's hey man that's what i love about you and uh and watch you from afar man and and uh i just i kind of get addicted man to trying to find artists that people don't know about i got a couple a couple cats man i got a cat man that's coming his name is Audie Boy. i got uh, another cat, mon chestnut uh radiant Couple artists, man. These are dope artists, man. That, that people really don't know about because everybody always go to what's in the yeah. shiny lights, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I I'm kind of addicted to mining coal, and um you know when I go to the store and, and, and to buy a shirt, you know, and I want to I want to find the shirt that's unique, that's in a unique color, because the unique the unique colors, beat, see what I'm saying? The, the, the unique colors are the ones that they don't. They only they only ship with maybe one or two of them in a shipment because it's an odd color, and they probably figure like, man, nobody really gonna want this color. Yeah. Those are the colors that I like that I try to get. And generally, if I see somebody else with something that I have, I'm in my, I bought a short set and I saw somebody, and I, I gave it, I gave it away, man. I gave it. I want to wear it, man. I want to because I'm addicted to being myself. So I'm, I, I feel really drawn to people, especially artists that are unique. How do you feel about? the music trend right now and the cloning of music, um, people are cloning other artists instead of being afraid to be who they are. Do you think being a clone of somebody really gets you where you want to be?
1: I mean, it might, cause we live in a weird generation. Like they're okay. Extremely okay with people cloning each other. They're extremely okay. Okay with all these face filters, and like they literally have a filter that will you can go in one by one and change your features to how you want. So, we live in a very strange generation. Everybody wants right. to be like everybody because it makes them feel like they're popular and they're right. gonna get a ton of likes and followers. So, honestly, the cloning thing, if you look like somebody that's famous, you're gonna be famous too. I mean, they have a Kylie Jenner lookalike already, <laughs> a Beyonce lookalike already, and I'm pretty sure they're rich. So yeah, yeah. And there's a
0: there's a Tupac lookalike that's going out doing oh, doing yeah. parties, yeah. yeah, doing parties and stuff. So so when it comes to when it comes to you know expressing yourself through your songwriting, you know, do you would you rather talk about your life? through your music or do you talk about somebody else's life you know how do you get your concepts for writing your music that you write where do they come from
1: um i do all actually it just depends on what the beat tells me like whatever the track tells me is where i go because sometimes i can't think of any like if i want to write about my life um maybe that track didn't make me didn't make me feel like this is about me maybe i need to write in third i'm sorry second person or first person mm-hmm. or write from somebody i know's experience like um I have an ex boyfriend, so sometimes I write from his perspective. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any. So let's go I mean,
0: back. So let's go back. <laughs> you said you got an ex boyfriend,
1: mm-hmm. so you
0: you write from his perspective. Mm-hmm. So what he is thinking, or thing of things you've experienced that he's experienced by being with you. Yes, you know, or well, how
1: do feel? Yeah, that's yeah.
0: dope. Yeah, that's dope. Does and he I, know that? Does he know that? No. Okay.
1: No. Okay. You're getting all the
0: secrets tonight. You're getting all the secrets. Well, that's a, listen, that's a, that's a great concept because it's it'll give, you know, if you're listening, how many people thought about, you know, writing music from the perspective of somebody that's no longer in their life Mm -hmm. and how they felt, you know, because most of the time you'd be thinking about how you felt in a situation, your perspective, but rarely, man. That's a, a that's another. Hold on, wait a minute. Let, let me let me come back here, man. Let me let me talk about. That. <laughs> like that's that's super dope when you can take perspective perspective of someone else and turn it into a song. Mm-hmm. Um, what what? How do you? See music. Where do you see music going in the future, from your perspective as an R&B artist? Because I know now um, R&B is coming out. You know, hip hop is, is 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 kind of going down here. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> they
1: call and can so, only do so much. They can only do so uh, much. Correct. But um, I mean, I think that it's from when I started making music to now. Mm-hmm is a drastic change like i'm talking about from sound to melodies to backing vocal all that stuff is drastic so i can only imagine where i'm gonna be in just two years because i'm learning so much like 2020 has been so good to me i've learned the most in 2020 about anything in my entire life so i think that I'm gonna like a th- lot of people have too yeah
0: yeah <laughs> especially when yeah. you be locked inside Man, yeah, you- I a
1: lot about yourself. So I did not know I had a mole right here <laughs> it's crazy but right. yes I think that I'm definitely well no I know that I'm gonna be dabbling in some some different genres something unexpected I like to do the unexpected never know I might do a country song I might do me a uh what's it called with the folk music I might do some folk music with some little um Dang, what's the name of those little things like little guitars ukuleles ukuleles
0: you know, yeah some
1: ukuleles like you never know I think um music is definitely what I'm gonna be doing
0: for the rest of my life so so your music that you get do you work with producers or do you do you do you do you do, you do, you do your own music yourself or how do you how do you get your music?
1: I have this one producer I love based out of uh, California. That I use a lot of his tracks. I use like two of his tracks on my EP. Then I use like two local tracks on my EP, and then one was like a random producer. But um, generally, I just—I mean, I just go online look for beats because I like to search for myself. You know, I have people like I can send you some stuff. I like that right. too because yeah, I right. love to work with you. But <clears throat> I like to be able to just actually just search and if this makes me feel this like way, I'm like oh yeah, I want that. And they could be all the way. In Netherlands, and I'm like, I gotta have that. So that's how that's how I am. Um, I do have this one engineer that I absolutely love. He's here in Chattanooga. That's who I did my entire EP with that Breaker Seventeen Studios. His name is Abdiel Joga. When I tell
0: him, okay,
1: okay, he is a freaking genius. When it, it's like he literally is in my head and knows what I'm gonna say to change. When I come right. out from recording, and I come in, I'm like, he's like, oh, da da da, da. He play it back. I'm like. He just knows me, so um, awesome. But I don't have any uh, just um producers that I use primarily. I just like this bitch. So,
0: so what do you think? So we get so we we walk into the world of copyright infringement. You know, a lot of platforms are starting to tighten up. You know, when it comes, and now we talked briefly about you know licensing your music. You know, how do you feel about copyright infringement? How do you feel about Uh, Because one senator said, one senator recently, I don't know if they're going to get it passed, but he said that he wanted people who, especially YouTube influencers or or content creators, when they use copyrighted, you know, material, he wants to put them in jail. You know, as a content creator, you know, I know I want to get paid for something that I use or at least reach out to me and give me credit, you know, for it. You know, let's 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 do let's do the back end If it's something that you see, how, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the the copyright infringement laws and and how they come into play in, in content ID content ID? Now,
1: um, now, if it's just something as simple as me using something that I didn't give somebody credit to, like a track or something, and they want you to pay for you use it, I don't think you should be thrown in jail. But if you start accumulating money from it and like you really got a whole business based off of what I do. That's when you get into the criminal. you know I don't think that they should just be going to jail like that though but um I'm kind of happy that they are cracking down on it that way people can actually be forced to be unique in to, to actually create versus trying to recreate something that was already made Correct. or fill it all together because we got so many freaking sample songs. oh my goodness beats and tracks that are sampled and though i'm i love the 90s i love the 80s music i think that i was supposed to be born in the 70s because i'm i'm just so 90s like legit right. '90s, right, right. yeah but i'm just like y'all cannot just keep stealing these people's tracks and melodies and choruses like legit <laughs> like you guys <gotta> stop <laughs> right. at that point so
0: so i said i said the same thing as well being a content creator you know uh you know if i create something you know, I, I definitely want to get paid for it. And I think with um, you know, what's happening right now, you have a lot of uh artists, major artists, they are selling their catalogs mm-hmm. uh, right now, they're selling their masters because of, of course the pandemic, they can't do live shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no record sales, right? So they are not making money. Right. You know, so uh when it comes to uh, are you? Do you plan on doing any virtual performances, or or what's on the horizon when it comes to you doing virtual stuff?
1: So I've kind of done one. Um, I did one because I was like, you know, why not? Let's put something out there since you haven't performed in a while. Right. Um, but I do want to get more into that. I just gotta have the whole setup though, like because right. right now I'm literally in my bedroom. This is where I did my other one. And I like it. When I did it, I was like, wow, you know what? This isn't bad. I just would rather right. want it to be a better sound. So if I can get some boards right. and stuff put up in here, because I'm, yeah. I'm kind of a perfectionist. Like, it has to be right. It has to sound right. This is a performance, right?
0: Oh, I, I listen to your music, man. It's mixed and massive, man. It sounds good. That says that you know, because a lot of artists, man, don't really, for whatever reason, they don't really understand quality what quality music sounds like. So right.
1: they Well, I don't want to say right, but I just think that they're just trying to get stuff put out sometimes and they don't really i'm very extremely passionate first of all about putting out good in anything mm. when i'm at work i'm serving if my section got to be clean my section is gonna be clean you know it is because that's just me it's gonna get done the right way and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let myself look bad type thing so that applies in all aspects <laughs>
0: Listen, man, I, every time, man, you say something that's, that I, that hit my chord, man, because a lot of artists don't walk in excellence and you don't have to be a famous artist. You don't have to have a lot of followers. You don't have to be making a, a lot of money mm-hmm. to have the, the passion to be excellent. Yeah. Like, that's dope, man. That's dope. Thank you.
1: That's dope.
0: Thank you. That's
1: dope. That's, that's why I like Beyonce a lot. Because a lot of people, you know, they're like, what's your favorite artist? And you say Beyonce, and then, oh, God, every woman, you know, but for me, it's different. It's not because she is fierce and confident and can dance. I right. love those things. Right. I really respect that she is so business minded. She doesn't right. do anything. She's never put out sloppy work. Um, right. She doesn't have her business in the streets. Um, like, she's just so, she's just somebody to idolize. And that's why I, I just freaking love her. I really look up to her. Like that's literally where I started I started working on more stuff and trying to be more business minded, learn more about music as much as possible. Cause I'm like, dang, like she be killing it. She really has been an inspiration in my life, seriously. I don't even know her. Yeah.
0: Well, that's I mean, that's, it's good anytime you as an independent artist, man. You want to focus on the business. However, however, whatever, however, whatever, however mm-hmm. you've got to that point to say, you know what, I want to focus on my business because so many independent artists don't want to focus on business. This, you know, I, I tell people all the time when I work with them, like I felt out of love with the music. Now, I love music, I'm going to do music, but I'm not so in love with music that it blinds me not to do business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? or it blinds me, you know, if I work with an artist, you know, because nobody's getting, you know, money from record sales. So if I work with an artist, I'm going to say, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, gonna to get the back end of publishing. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to make sure we get these songwriter split sheets right. So I can record it right, you record it right. So if it streams, we get paid, you know, because I, I mentioned this to every artist. I practice, you know, I, I practice leverage streaming, leveraging streaming, meaning that, you know, how are you going to make your money? You know, you can work with as many people you want to work with, you know, because the more songs that you have streaming, right, mm-hmm. the more opportunity you're going to have to make money from those streams. And over over a period of time, you compound those streams, right? You start making money. So before I pass away, I want to have 77,000 songs. So I try to pick artists to do music with, and I don't want to do music with an artist that's not going anywhere, that's mm-hmm. not marketing their music. You know, if they're just riding around listening to that music in the car, like, wow. I'm not going, you know, but if it's an artist, they genuinely want to market their music. They really want to put money into it. You know, then it benefits us both. And I do the music for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just go to another artist, you know, uh, that I think is dope, that I think has my sound or my sound fits because every sound doesn't fit. How do you what do you determine what your sound is? Right? What what is it that you hear in a song? or in a production that makes you say, hmm, that make me feel some kind of way.
1: If I get that tingle, it's really a tingle I get in my arms, my legs. And I'm like, oh my God, I just get so happy. I know it's the one, I know it's the one. If you go listen to any of y'all, when y'all go listen to my latest EP, Five Flavors of Bendy, listen to each track and you'll understand why I chose, you'll you'll get kinda how I think. I like very unique instruments. So, right now, the most used instrument, I don't know if this is a drum, but in all of the freaking hip hop songs on the radio, it's the. <laughs> you hear that in every song. And I would steer away from any beat with that just because I would, I'm like, no, I like stuff that's going to stick out. Like, I love Timbaland. He is my favorite producers. Like, I cannot work mm-hmm. with him. Timbaland, um, Pharrell.
0: Pharrell's like, dope.
1: Yeah, um, oh, who else has some really good? I don't know, those are my top two though. Timberland with Brandy, Timberland with Justin Timberlake. That's the type tip I'm on. Like, I'll
0: Mm-hmm.
1: all the tracks that Timberland and JT did together make me just. I literally get in this room, I'll put on my fog machine, and I'll turn on the music and I'll just dance. Like, that's that's the type of tracks I like.
0: That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Well, uh, before we get ready to get up out of here, we always play a game, man, called 10. It's 10. And so it's going to be either or. So I'm going to ask you, you know, 10, I'm going to make 10 statements, either or. And you have to give the answer what comes to your mind. The first thing that come to your mind. There's no right or wrong It's just a way to man to that that all your listeners and everybody that's watching kind of get an idea, man, of how you think your own way. Right? So you ready? Yeah. You want to get your composure? Here we go. Jill Scott or Erica Badu? Jill Scott. Patty LaBelle or Chaka Khan? Shaka Khan. All
1: day.
0: Do you prefer to listen to music under a dim light or in a pitch black room? Dim light. IHOP or Waffle House?
1: Waffle House for sure. What?
0: (laughs) Does your no means no or does your yes means maybe?
1: My no mean no, period.
0: (laughs) Baked fish or spicy shrimp?
1: Spicy shrimp. I love spicy food.
0: Thought-provoking lyrics or catchy chorus? Thought-provoking lyrics. Would you rather have a hundred million with seven years to live, or a hundred thousand dollars with eight years to live? The first one. A hundred million with ten. A hundred million with seven years to live. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, singing your lyrics. Okay. When you when you're recording in the studio, would you rather sing your lyrics over, or have the engineer to pitch correct your vocals?
1: Sing them over. I would people do that? They
0: don't like. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Would you tell your life? Do you rather? Would you rather tell your life story or tell someone else's life story? Come on, yeah. man. That's ten. You did good, man. You did good. <laughs> so I got to. We got to. We got to come in here, man. Uh, here we here. We got Rodney Cooper. Let me see. Rodney, what are you putting up in here, Rodney? You <laughs> like, he got something to watch, man. So, uh, I don't know what, 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 Rodney, what what are you putting up there, bro? What did you put up, man? <laughs> I,
1: really like this on the keyboard.
0: I know, man, right? <laughs> so, uh, any last words, man, before we get out of here? Anything well, that you well, want to well, say?
1: Thank you so much for having me. Um, I feel so honored to be here. Uh, thank you to all the viewers. Y'all make sure y'all go check out my EP, Five Flavors of Bendy, on all platforms. Um, also, subscribe to my YouTube at The Bendy. I'm pretty much The Bendy on everything. Like, if you type in The Bendy, you will find me. Um, but just thank y'all so much
0: for tuning in. So, 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 so Rodney was sharing a link to your music, so you guys can check that out as well. But if you go to, because um, I actually, I did put it up here. Um, of course, soundcloud she's bendy okay and then ig the bendy okay and then youtube the bendy okay and then on facebook you know it's the bendy but but it's under your regular name So no, i actually
1: have a facebook page
0: you do yes. so i can find it so okay also so facebook is the bendy mm-hmm. okay so you can find it once again facebook or soundcloud IG. And YouTube. And YouTube.
1: And y'all can find my two videos on YouTube as
0: well. And hold uh, on before you go on away. I just want to say, man, hey, if we thank you guys for tuning in. You know, share the video out. You're going to see, you know, of course, you can see the show on Roku and Amazon. If you miss it, you can play it back or whatever. And uh, God bless. Good night. Hold on, Bindi.